My name is Lincoln. Thanks for joining me once again. You're listening to That's the Truth. Coming right up is the audio recording of one of our live stream services from the House of God here in Montreal. You can watch the video recording on our Facebook page, Linked with God. That's L-I-N-K-E-D, with God. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, That's the Truth. If you have trouble finding that page, go to youtube.com, enter That's the Truth in the search bar, click on the filter button, which you'll see a little lower to the left of the search bar, then click on the channel button where you'll see the Bible icon that identifies our channel, That's the Truth, and that should appear right on top of the list. Click on the Bible icon where you'll then have access to all of our teachings on video. Please share these links with your friends and family so they too can be blessed with the Word of God as you are receiving it right now. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Well, let's get right to it. Get your Bibles. There's a lot to read because God has a lot to say to us. Directly from the Word of God, you're listening to That's the Truth. Clap your hands. Hallelujah. Let's give God all the praise. Give God all the glory. Praise his holy name. At home, I'll trust you doing the same thing. Praise God. This is unto God. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with who is singing. But unto the Lord, unto God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Welcome, everyone who's listening. Praise God. If you're listening on godly.tv, well, I welcome you on our YouTube channel, on our Facebook channel. If you comment or if you give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down, I'll see your name and we'll, I'll welcome you a little later on. Personally, if you have something to pray for or a request or a question, you can write that. And um, as soon as we notice it, we'll get around, praise God, to taking care of that. But in the meantime, let's get ready. Amen. As her sister was singing, my mind is made up. So my mind is made up, and this program is made up of glorifying God. Hallelujah. So nothing is going to change that. So it doesn't matter who's listening, or it doesn't matter who's commenting, or it doesn't matter who's saying what. Amen. God has already spoken, and this is what makes a difference, and I try to um, make this a part of everybody's life, because this is, this is the way I've survived 60 years on the face of this earth. I know what God has said. God said it first. Uh, that, that's all that counts. I got nothing else to add to that. Amen. First, first of all, know what he says. I mean, you, you need the Bible, so you got to read. Amen. Know what he says. Well, I know what the Pope says. Well, good luck with that. Won't get you too far. Amen. But God, in the beginning was the Word, so let's we go all the way back. Amen. To what thus saith the Lord. We know what God is, or, or I'll personalize it. I know what God has says, has said rather. I know what God has said, and since He said it, well, that's it. Amen. I was telling the young people this afternoon, I said, in school, you'll have teachers that are going to try to indoctrinate you, try to change your mind, try to teach you something. I'm sorry. You know, you can call me a stubborn old mule if you want. Can't, uh, can't, uh, what's the saying with the dog, the old dog? You can't teach an old dog a new trick or whatever else. I heard it from, I heard it from the source. I heard it from God. I heard it. That's, you're not going to, no devil is going to have my mind changed because my mind is made up. God even helps because he gives me a new mind. He says, have you also the mind which was in Christ? So that kind of helps. Amen. Because the mind I was born with, well, that could go either way. Amen. But the mind that I have received, the mind that you and I have that was also in Christ. Amen. You look at what Jesus did. 
He said, now, according to my flesh, Father, I would that this cup is to pass by me. But not my will, but that, no deviation, amen, inequivocal. I know what your will of God, I know what the will of God is. And nothing is going to change my course. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know if you're with me or not at home. Share this link to get some other people. Uh, your friends, your family blessed. I'm going to pray in a few minutes. I'm going to pray to a God that hears us. Uh, hears, me, hears me when I pray. Hears the sons. Hears the daughters of God when we pray. And I thank God today, praise God, that we're, we're, we're our, uh, we can make our requests be known unto God. Amen. But as we come into his presence, I'm going to read, read something in Psalm chapter 100. Know ye, amen, first, the, when, you, when you get to the first word of this verse, in verse, verse 3, it says, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Amen. Do we know that? That's what this program is all about. Psalm 100 verse 3, Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is not he that has made us, but it is, it is not we that has made us, but it is he that has made us. We haven't made ourselves. Amen. It is he that hath made us. Praise God. I thank God to be a creation of God and not we ourselves. Hallelujah. God called. The Bible said, we read this last week. God calls us sons. I'm a son. God calls you a daughter. You're a daughter. We're children of God because that's how he made us. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Into into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. That's what we're doing. We're using the stringed instruments and the organs and our voices so that we can come into his presence. Jesus said, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, there shall I be in their midst. I thank God today I'm not in an empty old building. Praise God. Hallelujah. With praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting. May as well read the next verse to close off this. And his truth endureth unto all generations. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. Praise God. I thank God today. That makes us a peculiar people. Amen. The world may have a little difficulty understanding you and I. You may, have, If this is new to you, you might be trying to figure this out, saying, what's he exactly talking about? That's why it's important that you have the Word of God. My name is Lincoln, by the way, and I welcome you. This is a live stream from the House of God here in Montreal. Praise God. But there's a difference. The way I came out of my mother's womb, that way is no longer the way that I live, the way that I think, the way that I breathe, the way that I act, the way that I serve God because of my new birth. Jesus said, marvel not that, I, that, I, that I, I'm telling you over and over and over again. Jesus said, I don't know how many times, you must be born again, you must be born again. Praise God. When you read Romans chapter 6 and this newness of life that we walk in, I thank God today it changes your course. It changes your mind. It changes how you react. It changes how you are in school. It changes how you are, whether it be college or university. It changes how you are at work. It changes, and that change starts with a new heart that God gives you. Praise God. Amen. That's how it starts. God says, I'll take that stony heart out and I'll put in, I'll replace it with a heart of flesh and I'll write upon those fleshly tables. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thank God today. Praise God. That's another reason why we can sing my mind's made up because it's written on my heart. 
Amen. I don't care if they make you write lines or write on the on the you know write on the write on the blackboard a hundred times. We come from amoeba cells. Charles Charlie Darwin says we we stem from monkeys. Or they can write over it. This is written on my heart. It can't be erased by modern cultural you know Western society whatever education indoctrination because basically what it is. Amen. They're trying to tell you if you don't like this if you don't like that you can change who you are and change. You don't have to be the way you came. We have to be the way God wants us to be. It is he that has made us, not we ourselves. So you can go ahead and try to change. I think this is song service. I'm sorry. The organ is still playing, but I'm preaching. I'm sorry. Amen. Because the way this is, amen, the, the way things are progressing, amen, we need to take the, 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 whatever is opposing, whatever opposition there is, we need to take it by the, amen, with, with force. So that the word of God not only stands, stand, will stand true, but that the word of God will be accepted as truth. Praise God. Amen. I don't care what you try to make yourself. God made you, not you yourself. Praise God. Read it. It's in his words. Psalm 100. It's a psalm that I know by heart. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Hallelujah. That's the guy. He's the creator. He is the maker. Amen. It is he that hath made us. Praise God. If you've been made by God, if you are found within the hands of God, you're in a good place. Uh, amen. The Jer Jeremiah, the man of God, was taken to the potter's house, and God says, I'm going to show, I'm going to illustrate to you how uh, I form, how I shape, uh, what I can do with what I make. Praise God. And I thank God today, praise God, to be on that spinning wheel, to be within the hands of, of my Father in heaven. Praise God. Jesus said, if you're in, there, in those hands, no man shall pluck thee out. Amen. Let no man come and try to say, oh, there's a better place. We're going to read this again in Matthew chapter 4. The devil takes, up, takes Jesus up and says, look at all this. It can all be yours. Yeah, well, no, not really. It's already mine. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. You need to read some more scripture. I mean, you're not all that. I mean, you're just a created being. Praise God. I am the word. This is how Jesus was able to respond rather than to summon angels to his side to take care of business. Jesus was able to say, it is written. It is also written. It is written. Praise God. And so I thank God that we have the word of God. If this is the first time that you're tuning in, well, I don't know how many scriptures I've quoted already, but you're saying, this must be a Bible-believing a Bible broadcast because all they're talking about is the Bible. Well, there's nothing else to talk about for the good of my soul. Praise God. I know what's in my bank account. I know what's parked in my driveway. I know what's in my, my refrigerator. I know what's in the deep freeze. None of that counts because I know what's in me. Amen. I know what's at stake. It's my soul. Praise God. But I know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So it doesn't matter what the opposition. This is, I think this is part five on how to, uh, you know, how we deal with the devil, how we deal with opposition, with the forces, uh, you know, all the, the uh, inimical forces of hell have been released against us. So it seems, I don't know if there's more to come, but amen, there they are. And they seem to be just everywhere. Amen. For the, uh, Jesus said, uh, we looked at this in... Um, and maybe we'll go back to it, but now that it comes to my mind, in Matthew chapter 24, was it the 10th verse? I mean, for the tw verse 12, Matthew 24, verse 12, for the love of many has waxed cold. Amen. Why is it? For sin doth abound. There we go. I'm just trying to get the translation. Um, I know some of you may be standing, but allow us to read this, allow, or allow me to read this, or you can pick up your Bibles if you want. Matthew chapter 24. Our sister is saying it's the 12th verse. Let's go take a look at the 12th verse. And because, there's the word. And because, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I thank God today, praise God, that 
the love that we have for this place. Hallelujah. Lost some amens. The love that I have for this place that was established for the good of my soul. The love that I have for this program. The love that I have for this broadcast. The love that I have for the preaching of the word of God. Amen. Praise God. I won't let that grow cold. Amen. In 10 days, it's 38 years for my wife and I. And our love is not growing cold or colder or lukewarm. Amen. It gets hotter. You weren't here in the French side, so I don't know if I get any amens coming from the organ section. But after 30, the same thing is, I already read it. Thank God we're going to do some more reading. Amen. I've already read it too, and sometimes I need to be reminded. I have a sister that'll help me, or a brother that'll help me. No, no, here it is. There's the wrong chapter. It's the right verse. It's over. Amen. I thank God for today. I'm still, I'm still working out my salvation, and it comes from what God has said. It comes from what thus saith the Lord. Praise God. Know ye that he is God. Hallelujah. I don't care who, the, whoever thinks they are in this world, God is God, and there is none other beside him. Praise God. Amen. That's what he said. This is the word of God. So this is who we're going to pray. In a few minutes, in two, three minutes from now, we're going to look up from whence cometh our help. We're going to go to God. We're going to go to God with thanksgivings, what we just read. Come into his presence. Amen. With praise, enter into his courts with thanksgiving. So here we are, thankful unto God, serving him. Praise God. Been at it in the French language since 1.30. I thank God as we continue in the English language. Praise God. It's not getting any cooler. It's the temperature goes up. It's, I don't know where you're at, but we've got 28 or 29 degrees here in Montreal. I know it's supposed to be fall in a few days, but summer is, summer just won't let go for us. So it's hot. Maybe we're fanning ourselves. But I thank God today what counts. Praise God. It just makes it a little more sacrificial. Praise God. Amen. When the flesh wants to just sit down and say, just, just get off your feet for a minute or just cool down for a minute. I know some of you or most of you are just joining with us unless you were listening in on the French side. So you've just been in on this for a few minutes since the music is singing. But the Bible says in the last chapter of Hebrews that we ought to offer unto God the sacrifice of praise continually, which is the fruit of your lips, praising God, acknowledging who God is, worshiping God, praising God, and making the, letting the world, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Jesus said, if you got to get up on the rooftop and shout it out, shout it out. So it doesn't matter if you disturb the dog or if you disturb the neighbor, put your hands up. We're going to go to God today. Praise God. To give him all the praise, to give him all the glory, to give him all the honor. For the Bible says he is worthy of your praise. I'm talking about a creator that made the heavens, that put the stars in its place by the word which was spoken, that allowed the planets, amen, to rotate around the sun. It created the cosmos. It created the universe. It created the solar systems. It cre God created, amen, the word created all these things. And I thank God today that amongst all these things, you look at the, the, the majesty of the mountains or how wonderful the waterfalls can be or the sound that, that you know, emanates from the falling water, the, the cascading waters of, of the, that's flowing through the rivers or the trees and they have their branches and their arms are up, their branches are in their air and the, the branches, a little bit of wind and the branches sway and move. But none of that gets, none of that means anything. What's important to God right now is what you and I have to say. Let's our, let our tongues speak a life into existence, praise God, as we come to God with a thankful heart, as we come to God with praise. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. It's not the trees. It's not the mountains. It's you and I. It's not the planets. It's not the sun. It's not the moon. It's you and I. It's not the waterfalls. It's not the lakes. It's not the with the blue skies. It's not the clouds. It's not the rolling thunders. It's none of that. The lightning. It's you and I. Someone can say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With your hands up, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. My love, praise God, is not cold. Hallelujah. My love is not lukewarm to be spewed out. Uh, praise God. But I have a heat. I have a fervor. Lord, it burns uh, within me more than my necessary food. Praise God. Amen. Spirit of the living God, touch these lips. Uh, amen. That they may be purged, that they may speak forth in excellence today. Praise God. My brothers and sisters, that we have a heart and mind and a soul. All of it. All our heart. All our mind. All our soul. To serve you and to, and to be a sign and a wonder, a testimony, a written epistle. Amen. Written on on our hearts, praise God, so, they, they, so that we can be seen and that we can be heard as we walk to and fro in this land today, praise God. I thank God today for power, amen, that we do have in, in the name of Jesus Christ, and I thank God this makes a difference in our life when the devil comes as opposition trying to sit us down, trying to shut us up. I thank God today, praise God, that the word of God shall be spoken, the word of God shall be declared, the word of God shall be known, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. Amen. To those who believe, to the Jew first and to the Gentile for therein life. Amen. The righteousness for the just as the word, as it is written in the word, the just shall live by faith. So I thank God today for your righteousness. What is being established by your word through your spirit today. Hallelujah. This is what makes the difference in our lives. Amen. What is being established by our, our leaders in the land, leaders in the religious institutions, leaders in the school system, leaders wherever they are, people making all kinds of decisions. They're deciding what kind of vehicle we should drive. They're deciding what kind of food we should eat. They're deciding how much money we should spend. They're deciding how much money we should put away. They're, just, they're making all these decisions. But I thank God, Lord, today that your authority is above. Praise God. All other authority, all other thoughts, all other ways. I'm here to find out what your way is. I'm here to find out what your will is. And un unequivocally, it, without wavering to the left or to the right, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is my prayer today. And I thank God for those listening. Praise. Our hands are up. We're paying attention. We're not just going through the motion. I thank God today. This is not just some kind of a ritual. We just, at whatever time it is, we just fire up. And oh yeah, and, and, and Buddy from Montreal is going to say whatever he has to say. Lord, this is, this is life. I thank God today. This is serious business that we come down to, that we may enter into your courts, that we may enter into, into, your, into your presence today. Praise God. And I thank God for the Holy Ghost that has been with us. Uh, since, Je since, since Jesus Christ, your son, has departed, you made a way for us that there would be your spirit in us, uh, leading us and guiding us in all truth. And I thank God today as we open up the scriptures. I thank God for the blessing of your spirit as we read today. Uh, and I thank God today that our that through the Spirit of God, our ears are open to hear, our eyes are open to see, and our hearts are open to perceive and to receive as well. Lord, I thank God. These are blessings. These are benefits that we have daily, and we're loaded. 
Praise God. We're not missing. There's no famine. I'm not starving. The Word of God is not only present, but the Word of God is in abundance today. When I think of His goodness and all that you've done for me today, praise God. I thank God for it. Touch our young children. Tomorrow morning, they're on the school bus. They're on their way to school to be told to be who knows what. But I thank God what they're going to hear today. They're going to hear it first, and they're going to hear it from the Spirit of God. They're going to hear it first from the house of God. And I thank God today, praise. They're going to have a mind that is sharp, a mind that is concise, a mind that is scriptural and biblical and spiritual in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God for our young children today and the blessing that they have to walk with their head up high. Amen. To hold up the word of God as a scepter of righteousness, whether they be in, in, and even if they're in preschool or elementary school or middle school or high school or college or CJEPT or university or night school or adult school, whatever it is. Amen. For us going to work tomorrow morning as well, we're going to we are going to be able to speak what thus saith the Lord. Praise God. When they tell us, when we, when we hear him in news about somebody who scored or somebody who ran or somebody who won an election, I thank God today, praise God, we'll be able to counter these things with the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Praise God. We're not mourning the death. There's no 10 days of mourning. Hey, we're not mourning the death of... Of, of, of somebody who lived 96 years or whatever on the face of this earth, Lord, that doesn't mean much to you as a vapor. What means, what means is the way that person died, Lord. We can only pray. It's too late now. After death is judgment. But I thank God today we're not here mourning. We're not here discussing these things or anybody else. It's Jesus Christ who is alive and it's Jesus Christ who lives in me. It is your son that you have sent because you so love this world. And I thank God today. Praise God. Hallelujah. For the King of kings and Lord of lords. Praise God. There's no other king, there's no other queen that makes a difference that counts in my life because Jesus Christ reigns and he reigns in me. Praise God. R-E-I-G-N-S. I thank God today. Praise God. Amen. That Jesus Christ is alive and that he lives in me. Lord, I pray that this heart, this mind, this thought, this, this, this teaching be in all those that hear me today, no matter what part of the world they be in, I thank God today that they will have a, their, their, their mind set, their mind fixed in such a way. For there is no other man. There is no other woman. There is, Jesus Christ was sent into this world as, the, as your lamb, as the lamb of God. We know this, we understand this, to take away the sins of the world, and there's no one else. So there's no other name to talk about. There's no other person to mention, but Jesus Christ and him crucified. And Lord, I thank God today for the time that we have set aside, not only in this French language. Lord, I pray for this couple that came with us going home with the Bible. Lord, their mind will be, will be changed. I mean, having seen and having heard something that they've never been a part of before in Jesus Christ, it'll make a difference as they fall in love with the word of God and everybody else that was here in the French listening and before me, praise God. But now as we turn into our English language. Bless my brothers and sisters. I thank God for whatever our requests, whatever our needs be. There's a difference that is being made. Now, my brother, laying hands on Carol in the name of Jesus. There's a difference that's going to take place in our life right now in the flesh. Praise God in Jesus' name. I thank God, Lord, whatever the, whatever the ailment is, whatever the doctor's report is, I thank God, amen, for my brother Steve, amen, the faith that he has to lay hands on Carol. Praise God. If you have some oil in the house, my brother, anoint her with oil in Jesus' name. Praise God for the prayer. Amen. Your, your prayer, praise God, will make a difference amongst the sick, amongst those in need today. And whatever else, whoever else has needs today, praise God, I pray in Jesus' name that our faith, the faith that we have makes us whole in Jesus' name. Praise God. Lord, I thank God for the message. 
message which we are about to hear, may it fall into good ground and make a blessing in our lives from every single person listening, from the youngest unto the oldest. In Jesus' name, praise God. I claim souls to be saved, signs and wonders that will follow. In Jesus' name, praise God. This is the truth. This is what has been promised. This is what you said to do, so we're going to do it today. And I call them done. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name today, my Father in heaven. Thank you so much. Praise God for these few things. Amen. I've just mentioned just a few things that God has done for us. Praise God. Amen. Every day, every step of the way, God is there for us. You're there for us, my Father, and I say thank you. Praise God. Someone else say thank you. If your hands are up, bless God. As the Bible says at home, praise God. Bless God. Bless his holy name. I will bless. This is what the psalmist wrote. He said, I will bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Praise God. So I thank God today. Hallelujah. That my brothers and sisters are blessing you, Lord. You're worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. We lift up Jesus Christ. We lift up the Son of Man. Draw souls into your kingdom in Jesus' name. Praise God. That the kingdom of God, your kingdom, be advanced on this earth. That your will be done. Hallelujah. On earth, that is as it is in heaven. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank God for this harvest. Thank God for the laborers. Though they be few, I thank God there is harvest in Jesus' name. We pray for a few more. Amen. You can increase the few. Praise God. Give someone the vision somewhere to preach, to testify. Hallelujah. Praise God. To make known the wondrous, your wondrous works, your wondrous deeds. In Jesus' name, praise God. Hallelujah. Pray for the saints across this nation, calling upon you now in Jesus' name, for the blessing that belongs to them in their life. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's my prayer. If you agree with me, all the saints of God, everyone says amen. And amen. Praise God. Blessed be his holy name. Another 10, 15 seconds. Praise God. I've done my part. You say something now. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus. I already said it. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus. All the days of my life. Praise God. All the days of my life. Oh, thank you. Thank you all the days. Thanksgiving is what we read. Oh, thank you. Thank you all the days. Thank you. Thank you. Someone say thank you. Amen. Don't sit down yet. Get up. Hallelujah. We're not done serving God. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all the days. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you all the days. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Last line, thank you all the days. Again, thank you all the days. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a little different this Sunday. Amen. Last Sunday we had drums and cymbals banging away and 
one voice, two voices, and a third voice at one, at one point in time. Praise God. Some of you let us know that you were blessed. Praise God. And you know what I don't understand is we have programs where there's no music and, we, and I get a copyright strike and I have to go in with an excuse and try to get our program put back in certain countries. And last week we had all kinds of music and I know John and Linda wrote some of the songs and the other ones were public domain or whatever. And I left it up because it was a blessing and because we do, in, can you bring me down a little bit? We do, uh, we did not uh, infringe on anybody's intellectual property or their copyrights. And, but this week no copyright strikes. So that's a blessing, praise God. So, so all the music is still up. If you go onto YouTube or even um, our Facebook page, you can still listen to the blessing that we had. We had communion as well last week. If you missed the meeting, well, thank God for this technology. You can go back and replay it, and you can replay it as uh, often as you like. Praise God. So that was, that was a blessing. A little quieter today, but I thank my sister and I thank my brother. Praise God for what they have um, given us today so that we may enter into his presence. Praise God. Someone say, enter in. Hallelujah. And if you're ready to receive, we're going to get into the word of God. Praise God and be blessed. I already quoted some scripture, because iniquity shall abound. And that seems to be the uh, situation that we are living in. You know, and things we're facing, we're coming upon an election here in Quebec. And so the, the posters are up. They're blue and they're red and they're white and they're green. I saw an orange one turning the corner here at the church. Oh, who's orange again? So, um, and it really doesn't make a difference what the color in or, or, I mean, God sits on a throne that's irrevocable, that cannot be, um, I was going to say cannot be challenged. It's challenged, but it, it does nothing happens. You can challenge it all day long. You can challenge it till you're blue in the face. You're not going to change anything because God is God and there is none other beside him. Praise God. So, you know, if we're coming upon a change and certain, maybe cabinet ministers will change. I don't know if the, um, the actual party will change or, or, or legislation will change and such, but it, it you know, it really doesn't matter what is, um, changing in this world, and certainly we see a lot of things changing. There's a lot of things that are, the, the, you know, the devil, the devil is, he, he's hard at work, and um, you can see him, you know, every, when you know his ways, and this is what the Bible says, he said, the, the, you know, the Paul was teaching, he says, I want you to know the ways of the devil, the ways of your adversary, so that when he comes at you, you're not going to be shocked or surprised, you're not going to be taken out, you're not down for the count, and this is what we're looking at, is how to deal with the devil, because his ways, he is subtle, the Bible says this, we need to be careful, little, a little leavened, and pretty soon your whole, uh, you know, your whole loaf is going to be corrupted, or facing the impurities of that, what the devil wants to sow, because this is what the devil sows. I thank God that I can sow words that are spirit and of life today. And it, if, if I can find good ground, if that word can be sown into good ground, not stony, not, not you know, on the, on, the, on the wayside or the, or the ditch. You say, what's the wayside? It's basically the ditch when you, you know, if you're looking, if you're walking the center line on the way which leadeth unto life, and that way is Jesus. So we have no other way. So it's not the wayside. It's not stony ground. It's not where there's, where there's weeds are surrounded by influences. Jesus said, you'll be choked with the cares and the pleasures of this world. It's, that's not the, the, those, those may be the circumstances that we have come from, but I thank God today for the man of God, the prophet who prophesied, and there shall be a way, and that way shall be called a way 
of holiness. Follow peace with all men and holiness without such no man shall see the Lord. So if you do Old Testament or New Testament, pick your, you know, you better have both, but take your pick. Some people don't lean on the Old Testament. They say, well, things have changed. And some people, you know, they, they use some old to cancel the new, or they use some new to cancel the old. But every word is spirit and life. Man shall not live by bread alone. This is what we've been looking at in Matthew chapter 4. And I thank God today for every word, because Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. See, the devil challenged who Jesus was. If you be the Son of God. I thank God today that I know my position, and I intend to maintain my position. It doesn't matter what the devil will use or try to use to come against us. Remember what we read in 2 Corinthians, is it the second chapter, where, where the, it says that lest Satan, the devil, our, ad, our adversary or our adversary, hallelujah, it's 29 and I'm sweating it out. So we're saying September, I don't know what the date is. What's the date? 11th today? Amen, where it's, it's hot. So I just got to remember to keep hydrating. So in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, the 11th verse, it says, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us. That's the way the King James wrote, or take advantage of us. This is what we say. Amen. We are not ignorant of his devices. So whatever his wiles are, Ephesians chapter 6, whatever his strategy is, I'm putting myself in a position today so that you are well aware and you will not be ignorant or unaware of his devices. Amen. And I thank God that God is able. Someone say God is able. Had it not been for the Lord, praise God. I thank God today. Amen. Even when, when, the, when the word of God is being challenged, it's as if the, the, the door is being opened. And the last I heard or last I looked, we live in a free country. I'm able to speak amen, without offending anybody. And if I do offend you, I'll just get saved and then you won't be offended. But I'm not, I'm not here to offend anybody. But we live in a free country where I have freedom of speech and I can let people know what thus saith the Lord. Amen. It's not, it's, not, it's not as if I stood up, well, well uh, according to me, well, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but it's not according to you. And we have all kinds of people coming with these expressions. Well, if it was up to me, hold it right there. Let me, sorry again to disappoint you, but it's not up to you. Amen. It's up to God. It's his plan. It's up to you to make a decision to be found within the center of God's will. This I understand. Amen. But once we're there, amen, it's not us that are criticizing God. Well, God, you know, you should think about No. Amen. God is God. God has, um, uh, God, uh, I can't determine the amount of forethought God has put into things because God is God. He ever was. He was always there. So if anything, anything that I do, I got to think about it first before I put my left foot in front of the other foot. There's got to be some kind of, uh, you know, some, some kind of synapses being, or being fired in my brain or something so that my foot can make that, you know, that next. So whatever God has created, whatever God has put into motion, whatever forethought that God has put in, it's an indeterminate amount of time. I mean, God, before he, the foundations of this world was laid, God, in all his forethought, in all his infinite, if you would, uh, thinking and his thought, the, the infinity that God is, he says, they need a savior. Before he made this world, before he shaped or formed him in Golgotha Hill, if you would, the, hill, the skull, skull place, before he shaped and said, that's where the cross is going to go. Amen. I thank God for that, praise God. Amen. This is where David's going to take down Goliath. This is where, this is, God began to form these things geographically, if you would, in his mind or 
You know, I can't understand it. This is what the Bible says. That my, my, the finite resources of my mental thought or my mental capacity, I can't compare that to what God is all about. I have an inkling. I have a slight idea. But the Bible says, eye is not seen. Oh, no, but we got a telescope. It's this long. I don't care how long your telescope is. Eye is not seen. But I don't care what you think you saw. I, you know, we, we have descriptions. They sit there and say, oh, well, the universe is this big. There's a black hole, and it just goes on way over there. And where you think you've seen, you haven't seen anything yet. I mean, this is how I believe. This is how I look at it, because God is God. And I like to make, I like to make God out, amen, as God. So what we see when the Bible says you haven't seen nothing yet, I don't care if I've seen the dark side of Pluto. That's nothing. Amen. We're not even there. We're not even halfway, partway there. This is God. And when we began, amen, to understand and receive the immensity or the proportion, biblically speaking, the biblical proportions of who God is and what God, amen, has, has taken, uh, 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 what God has set aside or the time that God has taken so that you and I, little old me, amen, I know, I know I need to do some decreasing yet. I have my wife of almost 38 years. She'll remind you, Lincoln, get, bring it down a notch. Amen. Hang on for a sec. Keep it cool. Bring it, you know, down. So I'm still in, you know, my de in decreasing mode. But at least, amen, I can stand. I'm, I have the, and I know this may sound like I'm bragging, but I have the humility, the humbleness to say, little old me. Amen. Little old sinner coming into this world as a sinner, coming into this world messed up, coming into this world attached him into my mother's navel. God saw me and he took pity. Amen. He says, there's a person that needs to be cleaned up. And I was the person saying, clean me up, Lord. Some people, he's still hanging on to their cigarette or they're still hanging on to their old ways. God is trying to do something with you. You may be even listening to me. It may have been, this may be the 100th time or maybe the 500th time that you're listening to me where, and you're still hanging on to your old ways and your things. First of all, these things are going to keep you out of heaven. First, second of all, these things separate from you from God. So we need to put into perspective what is at stake. This is your soul. And I thank God today, if you can stand and say, little old me, that God, amen, can look down from the throne of his universe. Praise God. God sent his son, Jesus Christ. He left his throne in glory. And the Bible says, and he came down upon this face of this earth to establish a kingdom that will be established from generation to generation forever and forever. This is the work of the Father that Jesus Christ came to do. And not only that, but to speak the words which his Father gave him to speak. And I thank God today, praise Praise God. But when I showed up on the 13th of January, 1962, I showed up and another sinner was born. Amen. That's what the doctor should have told my parents. He said, hey, you have a son. And I think he called me cute. If I remember correctly. He said, you have a cute little bit. No, another sinner was born. Another said, yeah, you're supposed to decrease. Okay, I wasn't all that cute. I'm decreasing. Amen. But the, had the doctor speak, would have, I know there would have probably been lawsuits if the doctor said, hey, another sinner is born. There would be all kinds of lawsuits. But in, biblically speaking, another sinner came into this world, someone else who needed the grace of God, someone else who needed the mercy of God. God be merciful unto me, a sinner. When you say that repentant prayer and God takes out the heart that you were born with and gives you a new heart, God begins to work with your mind so that your mind changes and your thoughts change. Amen. All of a sudden there's a stranger walking in this earth, amen, in this world, but not of this world, you're walking through with the power. This is what we've been looking at, power to say, no, I don't have to go this way. I don't have to. And we're going to, if you read Matthew chapter 4, we read this a couple of weeks ago, but just to go back, uh, 
to set up the teaching where we're at today, the devil takes him up, Matthew chapter 4, verse 5, the devil takes him, uh, takes Jesus up into the holy city and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he says, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself. No, I have power not to cast myself. Amen. This is what makes the difference. And I thank God today, this is what makes the difference in the children of God. What we're looking at, how to deal with the devil. And I began to break down this text, Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. And began to break down the first two weeks ago, we looked at maintain your position. If you be a son of God, I'm a son of God because God called me his son. Amen. I thank God for that. We looked at Gideon. Gideon, an angel shows up. He says, hey, mighty man of valor. And Gideon thought he was, you know, I think he had the wrong address. Are you sure? Amen. This, this is good news coming from God. If God can look at you and say, hey, daughter. If God can look at you and say, hey, son. God calls you a son, that makes you a son. But the devil wants you to deny that position. To deny your sonship. To deny, this was two weeks ago. Last week we looked at the, the power that we have. It takes power to become. Amen. The, the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation. For as many as received him, John 1, that's Romans 1, 16. John 1, 12, for as many as received him, they receive power to become the sons of God. And that power to become a son, amen. I maintain that power. I've not lost that power, even though the devil wants to, you know, wear it down. Where strongholds, where, you know, become, where, where, you know, the little leaven becomes strongholds, become footholds, because, because, they, they, and, and we find ourselves in a situation where Goliath, amen, shook himself the first time, all right, the second time, all right, but the third time, not so much. Did I say Goliath? I meant Samson. Samson. Thank you. Amen? Didn't work out for him. All of a sudden, you know, Samson's looking around. Oh, I got a haircut. Uh-oh. Amen? Playing around. Where, where he shouldn't have not, the, the covenant that he had between God and what that man was able to do when he was walking God's way. And then all of a sudden, he, founds, he finds himself short. He lost his protection. And this is what we're looking at today. Maintain your, maintain your protection. We have, when we come to God the salvation that we receive through our Lord Jesus Christ. There's, I mentioned this last week. We have, we have power to save. There's healing power. And there's keeping power. If you missed last week's program, listen to last week's, amen, the, that, that, that uh, teaching last week. We also have protection. Being God's people, it allows us... I'm going to use a, a carnal word, but I'll switch it very quickly. It allows us certain benefits, privileges, if you would. I know benefit is King James word, but the, a King James word is blessings. We're blessed. Someone say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed because of what God has provided for us. So unless Satan take advantage of us, we need to be careful. Our weapons are mighty. Amen. They're not carnal, but they're mighty to pull down these strongholds. So whatever strongholds that are, uh, what's the word I should look, hindering you or stopping you or slowing you down. I mentioned if you, if you read the description on our YouTube page, part five, maintain your protection. I wrote down, I said, if, if, if the devil had... The, the audacity, if you would, the unmitigated, the unmitigated gall to come up against Jesus Christ, Satan, believe it, 
Whether you believe it or not, Satan's got you. You're on his hit list. That's for sure. Amen. If Satan says, oh, I'm going to try it on Jesus, he's going to come. Even though Jesus is in me, someone say in me. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. But Satan is still, he's still going to come knocking at your door, and he's going to come along with all kinds of ideas or some, you know, ideology. That's why we pray for our children. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid that they tell, you know, if they tell your daughter or if they tell your son or in school and sit down, let me tell you what Charlie's, you know, what Charles Darwin wrote or what, you know, Mein Kampf, what Adolf Hitler wrote or, or uh, Stalin or Socrates or Plato's or all these men and, and women as well that wrote things and came up with some kind of ideas or thoughts as long be sure make sure that your children and this is part of my responsibility as well all the young people listening praise god i'm going to welcome all my brothers and sisters in a moment or two but amen i'll point very quickly to the saints in rimby a lot of children sitting in that household amen that that our children have they heard it first in the house of god they heard it first what is the word of god which is here since the beginning and i thank god today this is going to make a difference so that they when they when this devil will try to indoctrinate them with whatever theology, you know, theology or theory or whatever else that they, that they, that they use in our, in, in our school system or, or, in our, in, or that they will read in their textbooks, so they're, they're going to have, um, I, I'm going to rephrase this, the, the, the bad influences that are in the textbooks or what they'll be taught, there'll be opposition. And that opposition will be truth. Someone say truth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that's truth. And his name is Jesus. And when that truth is embedded, when that truth is ingrained, when that truth is rooted within your heart, within your heart, within your child's heart, within your heart, soul, and mind, amen, there's nothing. You're not going to be plucked out of your father's hand, and that's, this truth is not going to be plucked out either. This, amen, good, a good word, a good seed, and good ground is going to produce a good root. And a good root is something planted by the trees, amen, planted by the rivers of water, amen, this tree shall bear forth its fruit in season, out of season it's going to bear fruit, and it shall not be moved. Can someone say it shall not be moved? Praise God. It's a course, amen, this is more than just a course we sing. It, the Bible teaches us I shall not be moved. And I thank God for that. If you have to lose the marks, I've said this the past couple of weeks, I'll write the exams, and I know they're going to mark it wrong, but I, it's not that I needed that mark to pass my grades. I still pass my grade. But the truth, they shall know and the truth shall set them free. Even some of my teachers, when they stand before God, I don't know if they're still alive or not, but when they stand before God, they're not going to be able to say before God, I, I didn't know that. Amen. God will certainly remind them about a day in grade nine, a day in grade eight, when someone stood up. Amen. You may have, you may have laughed at his age, or you may have not have taken him serious because he was just a young teenager, but look what happened to Goliath and David. Look what happened to Jesus Christ at 12 years old, taking care of his father's business, when you can stand up with a Bible, amen, with the word of God, with the truth that's in in your heart, and you can open up your mouth, and you can let not just the teacher, but all your friends and colleagues know uh, sitting around you as well. Whether they believe or what they believe in, it doesn't make a difference. To let people know who God is, praise God. I'm trying to. I want this, and I, I don't know what word I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to lay this foundation. I think that's a good word. I want this foundation laid in use. It's not going to shake. It's not going to. It's not going to be shaken. I thank God today. My feet can be planted on the rock. His name is Jesus Christ, and Jesus said, "This upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." Amen. So when they say Charlie Darwin, sit there and say Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. Not in vain. Can someone say amen? Praise God. Someone say Jesus. It's about to rehydrate. Amen. Say the name. Make the devils tremble. Say the name. Get used to saying that name. Praise God. So it won't sound a little strange when you have to defend the truth. Where is the person that is standing in the gap? Amen. Is that you today, able to lift up the scepter of righteousness? When you fall in love with this word of God, amen, God is, if God be for us, who can be against us? Praise God. This is scriptural. Yeah, you're telling us that all the forces of hell. Yeah, well, that's fine. God and you, you form a majority. Amen. It doesn't matter. As I said, Jesus was able to summon angels to his side. We read this in scripture. You can read this. But Jesus says, you know what? It is written. I don't really have to do that. And when you look at angels, I think we looked at this, but just in case you missed this teaching. Amen. God summoned an angel one night. Children of Israel were, they needed some help. So God sent an angel. And when they woke up the next morning, how many people were dead? It was 185,000. But I don't know what that angel did with his wings. I have no idea. But that's one angel. One night. One angelic crusade, if you would. Amen. So Jesus could have summoned that, but he decided to use the word. It is written. So when I compare, if I look at that and say, okay, an angel, this is the damage, if you would. The godly speak, this was godly ordained, but this is what an angel can do. How much more can the ultimate weapon, if you would, and I'm not talking about laser, laser beams or whatever else that they can use or, or nuclear warheads or what. I'm talking about the ultimate weapon that we, you and I can have, which is this word, which is it is written. We can put things into existence. If you turn to the first page of your Bible, amen, God was able to speak, let there be light, and there was light. I don't have to turn the page. I don't have to change the chapter. I don't have to go into a new book. Let there be light. Light, and there was light. This is the power and the potential of the Word of God. And I thank God, amen, even though we're involved in a, in a, in a, in a conflict, you would, of spiritual forces, of, uh, and, and the, the magnitude sometimes is beyond the capacity of our mind to think about what we are up against, but knowing, praise God, who is in me, someone say who, Jesus Christ, uh, amen, young people listen, amen, it's Jesus Christ, uh, you can sit there and say, well, I, I'm only in grade, you know, in the middle grade, or I'm in grade six, or whatever else, uh, and this teacher or this person in front of me as a graduate. They have, you know, degrees behind their name, and their degrees have degrees, and they have more degrees than a thermometer or whatever. You've got the Holy Ghost in you. You've got the Spirit of God in you, and this is what makes a difference, praise God, above anything and everything else that can come out of this world. I don't care if it's the... If it's the entire set of Encyclopedia Britannica, or if it's every single word that's ever been written in the Wikipedia, I've got the Word of God, which was in the beginning, and the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the same was in the beginning, praise God. So whatever, amen, God had in the beginning, someone say Alpha, whatever God had in the beginning, I still have it. It's still there for me today. Praise God. Amen. Bless his holy name. Even though Jesus was with us on this earth for a little over three years and a few days, the Holy Ghost has been with us for over 2,000 years. Amen. God has a plan, and God's plan works. Praise God. 
Amen. I've tested it. I've proven it. And I'm here, amen, to let you know, praise God, that when God is, or when I am with God and God is with me, all the difference is made in the world. I don't care if I'm on the devil's hit list. That makes no difference to me. It should make no difference to you because the, the list my name is on, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. I don't care if it's written on the devil's hit list or if it's written on the Whoever else is, have a list of whatever their bad list or good list or whatever, whoever, I thank God today, my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I praise God, this is what counts. When Jesus Christ came, he shed blood, that we be washed in his blood so that our name, because of our Redeemer, so that our name can be written in the Lamb's book of life. I came in with burdens. I came in heavy laden, but I thank God today. Praise God that the spirit of heaviness is no, I'm no longer carrying that. Amen. But I've been dressed with robes of righteousness and I can come to God. Praise God. I can serve God. Amen. Being made free, having known the truth. His name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And I can walk in the freedom, in the liberty wherewith Jesus Christ has made us free. Praise God. Stand fast is what Paul wrote to the Galatian church in this liberty. Hallelujah. Praise God. So Matthew chapter 4. I want to thank everyone listening. My name is Lincoln. This is a live stream from the house of God. Have a Bible. And I want to see you involved and engaged with the Word of God in your life. Praise God. So you can get, I don't know, if last week I think there's over 400 comments. And um, probably a good two-thirds of that would have been specific Bible verses. And then some comments have four or five Bible verses. So you're looking at 400 different Bible verses that come in. That's a, it's a good start. Thank you for your amens. 500 verses? Yeah. Hey, I'm teaching how to arm yourself. So this week, I know time is running by, but this week we're looking at, um, just, to, just for a quick review, number one, he's going to try to have you deny your, your position. He's going to have you try to deny your power. This week we're looking at, he's going to have you, the devil is your adversary. He's going to have you try to deny your protection. So we need to maintain that. Praise God. So, and next week, amen, is number four, the fourth detail. So I don't think we'll have time to touch it this week. So next week, we're going to go into it. Then the week after, I'm starting, I've made a list, and there's a long list of our weapons. Amen. Nay, and all these things, we are more, remember the first one I mentioned? This should be like the first, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the first weapon of choice. It is... Amongst, I mean, I know scripture, and, and, and as, as do so many of you, but there's one that, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Praise God. And I think I'm missing a word, but amen. Remember, that's Romans 8, 37, is it? Praise God. It's somewhere around there, but um, we need, it is written. It is written. Can you imagine if Jesus had, oh, yeah, let me get back to you. Well, he'd have been hungry, and he'd have done whatever the devil was asking him to do. But as soon as that it is written comes out, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Our weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds, stopping the offense. Praise God. Amen. That shield of faith that gets put up to protect you. So we're going to maintain our protection. Welcome, everyone. If you're listening on Godly TV, G-O-D-L-Y dot TV, I know you can't comment, so by faith you're listening. Welcome. I appreciate the time and your presence with us. Praise God. We're not done. We're just getting started. Matthew chapter 4. Why aren't you finished preaching? I just laying some foundation. It's like the appetizer. 
when you spend good money in a restaurant and you order that AAA Alberta beef steak, they just don't slap a piece of meat on the table. It usually comes, they'll usually get you, get your appetite up and running with a little bit of, you know, some soup of the day and then some salad and some hors d'oeuvres or some bread and butter, at least some bread and butter, a slice of bread. So that was the order, that was the appetizers. What you, so get your Bibles, get your Bibles. I'm going to very quickly just read what we're, we're where I draw my text from, Matthew chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 5 and 6. Then the devil, and read verses, Matthew 4, 1 through 11 this week, just to refresh your mind. But today, maintain your protection. Then the devil taketh them up into the holy hill, the, oh, sorry, the holy city, and sitteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. And if my understanding is correct, this would have been the highest point or the highest altitude within the city or within they were at. And the devil says, if thou be the son of God, there's the second satanic if, cast thyself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. So here the devil says, cast thyself down, and then he tries to bring in some scripture. Psalm 91 is where you can read this, where verses 11 and 12, Jesus was able to respond against that satanic if. He said, well, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God, but here in verse 6, it says, And say, if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written. Well, let's find out what is written. This is why you need to be careful. I mean, I thank God for the help I receive, because sometimes I try to quote some scripture, and I'm, sometimes I'm a little off. Hey, Amen. Talking about being off, last week I was mentioned Matthew 25. I'm listening to this at home. I says, what am I saying? Why did I call them bridesmaids? I looked at Lori, and Lori's listening. She said, do you know what a bridesmaid is? I said, yeah, it's somebody that's engaged. And I go, oh, no, it's not somebody that's engaged. It's somebody that helps the bride. They're bri-. So last week when I called the ten virgins or the five foolish and the five wives, I was saying they're a bunch of bridesmaids. No, they were brides. They were lined up to be married. They weren't. So I don't know if you caught that. I didn't catch it as I was speaking. Nobody corrected me, so I'm just correcting myself now. Amen. That they're not bridesmaids. They were, they were brides. Bridesmaids are the ones that kind of hold the flowers and hold the ring and whatever else. I don't know. Amen. But these, they were brides. So, so, and then there's flower girls. Okay. So, anyways, I thank God. So, in, let's stay spiritual in the spirit. We all knew what I was talking about. This was Matthew 25. So, if you listen to last week's teaching, we'll just... When I get to that part, say, they're brides, Brother Lincoln, they're brides. So, and so we need to, all that to say, we need to be careful. And I thank God for elders, amen, and even youngers, amen, even for me, as far, when we, when we all have the same spirit, praise God, people, I'm 60, so people, and I'm not talking about somebody 59, I'm talking teenagers, come to me and say, listen, have you ever considered, what do you read about this, how do you think? And this is how we grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to be careful. Because if we go back, the devil did say, Psalm 91, verse 11, For he shall give his angels charge over thee, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. But I skipped the part. Because the devil intentionally left out the second half of verse 11, to keep thee 
in all thy ways. See, I have a way. Even they, they say the Bible says, there shall be a way, and that way shall be. So this is my way. This is my way of doing things. This is my way of thinking. This is my way, which is also God's way. So when somebody comes along with a different story or a different approach, amen, listen to what he says. He says, cast thyself down. And I thank God today when we look at this, this is, this is something that's coming from the devil. This is something that he is, um, uh, what's, well, J Jesus using the word when he says, thou shalt not tempt, he says, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I thank God that this temptation, yes, the Bible says he was tempted in all things. And he was not just tempted even by, by a bunch of booze or by a bunch of drugs or by, by anything else, uh, any, some kind of perversion, even the word of God. Sometimes it's tempting to receive or to hear something say, you know what, that makes life just a little bit easier. I mean, some people come around and they try to deny I mean, the existence of this place or they try to diminish the value of the house of God or they try to diminish the value of what is being heard, of what is being preached right now with their ways and trying, it, it causes division and dissension. This is who the devil is. He divides and when he comes to say, yea, hath God said, he's causing dissension amongst the ranks. Last week I mentioned there's only one thing that the devil could use to turn against Adam and Eve and somehow, Somehow it worked for him. Just one thing. God says, just don't touch one tree. I don't know how many trees were in the garden, but there was one that was off limits. And I got the devil, you know, gave him something to work with. I thank God today, whatever is going to come against me, I can stand. Having done all to stand, I continue to stand. And I will withstand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. The devil wants you. I'm going to jump ahead maybe to the next, to the next satanic, if you would. The devil, he says, cast yourself down. Remember, they're up, they're up on a high pinnacle. And let's find out what kind of protection you have. Yeah, I, I don't need to tempt God. I already know in advance what kind of protection I have. I already know in advance, amen, what comes with my salvation. I already know in advance, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Not, not, not listening to your orders, amen, but being able to, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Amen, where I'm going in the direction that God wants me to go. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. Amen, it's a course that we sing sometimes. And I thank God, amen, when I find myself within the will of God, I'm not going to cast myself down. Next time, it's as if the devil gets a little desperate if, we, if you continue reading. The devil says, why don't you fall down and worship me? And I want to bring this up this week, but I'm going to spend some more time at it next week because it's the third attack or the third satanic if, if you would. Jesus says, behold, I saw Satan fall as lightning so Jesus is, uh, rather, the devil is walking around saying, yeah, I'm a fallen angel. I fell. So what does he, he wants you to fall. He comes against you and he wants you to fall. He's not saying bow down or, you know, he's saying fall down and worship me. I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but you don't, you don't want to miss next week and the next time, next time, the next, what's the word I'm looking for? The next, um, The 
the next installment, I'm looking at, the next meeting, but the next installment of this teaching that, that we have. Because this is, when, when you begin to, like, don't read this. How many times did your mother say, chew your food, don't swallow? I was told constantly, because I was, now I'm a slow eater. Some of you know, sit there, I'm, I'm the last guy to, to um, and, I, and I confess, amen, and some of you know that because you've seen that, and I've embarrassed you, and I'm sorry about that. When it comes down, if no, I'll look around since nobody looking. I mean, I, I like to, I'll, I'll lick the plate. I'll just, it's good to the last. I want all of it. And this is the way we need to treat the Word of God. Amen. And not just to read quickly. Well, I've already read it. Or just to pull out, oh, well, Lincoln sends his text once a day, so I get like one Bible verse and a, and a few lines of thought that follow it. Now oh, it's better than nothing. I know it's better than nothing, but it's just, that's just, it's, it's, it's not enough to get you there. I mean, it may be enough just to keep, you know, just keep the fire burning and maybe just that little bit of, of, of oil, if you would, or a little bit of anointing that we need so that, that you can continue in a much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, a much wider scope, a deeper, amen, that we can go down more in the depths, more in the height, more in the width, more in the breadth, amen, that we can find out the, the unsearchable riches of God or unsearchable riches of God, rather, so that we can be found, amen, lost, if you would, amen, never coming Praise God to to how to to the to the to its final depth because there's more there's more there's an increase in the depth there's an increase in the height there's an increase in the increase in the length length there's an increase in the breadth, amen. I've been asked this a couple of times. Are you ever going to run out of sermons? No, amen. Doesn't matter how the titles are, or what part one, part two, or part ninety-nine, because this, where I, the the well of salvation that I draw from is not going to run dry, and I know where to draw from. I'm not interested in going anywhere else. Praise God, because what I have, as far as my intake is concerned, uh, and I give God all the glory for this. What I what I am receiving from God again. God be glorified. Praise God. I, I thank God today. It's not going to run dry. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am the Lord Jesus Christ. I shall be with you always. I will never. I thank God amen, for these promises that we have been given, that we have received from God. And I, I want you to be in a position where I put myself in the position to receive and to accept what God has said. And I thank God today to refuse to believe anything else. I know the flesh may be contrary. Amen. The flesh maybe the Bible says this, that the flesh will come against or want to stand against what we are, 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 are what you may read or what you may receive. Put, put it to the test. Feed. Today, I was encouraging people that we feed the soul, feed our spirit, that we feed what is what we cannot see in such a way so that the spirit when it goes up against the flesh and the flesh goes up against the spirit, because the Bible says they're always at each other. They're always, there's all, that, that combat zone, which is in your mind, which is within you. There's the flesh is at wars against the spirit and the spirit will war against the flesh. Well, I don't know about you, but whenever when I was in, you know, wrestling in school or whatever, it was always the strongest, biggest, heaviest, more muscular. That was the person I usually won. So I want to make sure today that my spirit is in good shape so that my spirit can run the race with patience, the amen, that is set before me, that my spirit is able, that has all the, as I already quoted, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so that my spirit is in a way that anything else that will try to get in the way, I'll be able to handle it. 
I'll be able to know what to do, that I will have power and protection against these things that come against me. Amen. It makes a difference who we are in Christ. To keep thee in all thy ways. This is the protection that we have. Denial of position, denial of power, denial of protection. Amen. It takes power to become a son. But I thank God today as sons, we have, I don't want to get carnal, but we have, um, I already mentioned the angels. They're like, our, they're like our security agents, if you would. They can't be seen, but I don't mind whether you can see them or not. I'm walking in the spirit, and I know that, praise God, that I am protected. Praise God. Amen. From the inside out. It starts on the inside because he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world. This is, God, amen, this is the angels that God has, amen, overlooking, looking at us, following us, praise God, with me and by my side. Not only that, but in the name of Jesus. Amen, the Bible says he is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies, if you would. Amen. The man of God prayed, says, God, just open up my servant's eyes so that he can see. And the servant come walking out in tennis. And he stood and he started looking around saying, oh, well, okay, it's not just the man of God and me, the man of God and I. Look at this. Look at the hills. Amen. There's a surrounding. And I thank God for this. Amen. Gehazi, I think was his name. He had his eyes open and this is why I pray. Open their eyes so that they can see from the youngest person listening to me today. Amen. Young people, teenagers, that your eyes be open, that your ears be open to hear, hear what you're hearing today and your eyes are open to see what you read. Hallelujah. Thank God for this. Praise God. And like I said, I'm getting back to, sorry, I was sidetracked. Getting back to, chew your food. Amen. Just don't swallow it. Amen. Sit there and say, well, I, I don't understand why, you know, you have to preach so long. Because I'm just trying to, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as much word of God as I can send your way, wherever you're listening, praise God, your faith will be on the increase. But I want you to, as I just mentioned, Chew it. Savor it. Amen. More than your necessary food. Praise God. Don't try to rush through what we're receiving from God right now. Amen. It may sound like I'm in a hurry, but I'm actually not. I just got so much to say. And sometimes they tell me to slow down. So I'm not really, it's, that's not the point. Or rather, that's not what it seems to be that I'm in a hurry. Um, so when it comes time to what we're eating, there were some new people this afternoon, and we went into John chapter 6, and uh, we read through several scriptures where Jesus Christ was serving bread, manna from heaven. He was serving himself, and he said, well, yeah, we'd, we'd like to have some of that bread, but when you get to um, John 6 and verse 66, where the people, they were murmuring and talking amongst themselves, and Jesus knew their heart. And I was teaching new people, so I didn't go into this aspect of it. And I didn't want to scare anybody, but um, the scripture verse, you know, it comes to my mind because it's John 6, 6, 6, where the people said, nah, I don't want it, I'm out. So that scripture is in my mind where they reject and they refuse, even though they were disciples. They weren't the ones in the, they weren't the one, they weren't the people in the all night rave in a club. 
They, weren't, they were the people that had followed Jesus maybe for a couple of days or for a couple of weeks. They had seen some miracles. This is John 6, not John 1. So a few things had already taken place. And Jesus began to... Let's, let's, I'm going to use it. He began to purge them. He, Jesus wasn't chasing them away. But in their ultra-pietistic, you know, super-sanctimonious mind, they're sitting there saying, Our fathers... Abraham. You know, you just picture them wrinkled as if they've been, you know, baptized in lemon juice. Somehow in their standard, they ate, this is what they ate in the desert. I don't know the patience that Jesus had. Sometimes I read some scripture, I'd have called down an angel, but Jesus was Jesus, Lincoln is Lincoln. I'm decreasing so that he may increase. But here Jesus is offering them Manna that doesn't spoil, manna that doesn't mold, manna that doesn't run out. They only pick, you only pick what you can eat today because if you pick some leftovers for tomorrow, it's gone, it's spoiled. Get up off your lazy behind and go pick it fresh every day. This is how they dealt with, and they're sitting there saying, no, we're all good and all taken care of. Well, no, you're not because God said, it didn't really work out, and I'm going to send a new and better way, is what the writer in Hebrews wrote, and Jesus comes to introduce to them something that they can eat so that they can have everlasting life. Jesus says, I understand completely what you're saying. Your doctrine teaches that your fathers ate this manna in the wilderness. Where are they? They all dead and died. Their bones shriveled up and were, white and were bleached white by the sun because they could only bury them in graves of sand. That's where these people were walking around in circle for 40 years because of their disobedience. And then there they stood 1,500 or so. Uh, let me get the math right now, 15. 3,000 years later, they're still sitting there going, well, you know, hey, our fathers. And Jesus looked at them and said, read it, John 6. He said, your fathers did eat. Let me tell you about my father in heaven. The meal has changed. He says, I am this bread, this bread which cometh from above. And I thank God today when he introduced himself as being the bread that needs to be eaten today. And Jesus made it clear. He said, the words which are spirit and of life. Peter understood and there was only 11 left. And what's sad, John 6, 66, it's what's sad says they left I know some people leave, but then they come back. That's a good thing. Amen. Sometimes some people need to think about something. And as I said, this is in, their, in, their, in all the relig religiosity that they could have. That's within them, in their, you know, ultra-puritanical ways of this is how I believe. And they're not doing anything. I don't mind if it's sometimes a vision that somebody may have that may be different. But when you sow seeds of dissension and discord because you're not happy what time the meeting is, you're not happy how long the organ plays, you're not happy with what's written on the billboard, you're not happy with what's written on a sign, you're not happy with what's taken as far as an offering is concerned or what's collected as far as ties are concerned, you're just walking around not happy, you're murmuring and you're going to die because you're not eating what is holy, you're not eating, you're eating what's, what, belong, what dogs eat and you're not eating what comes from God, you're not eating what God is serving. Come and dine. The master call is come and dine. Amen. There's a table spread before me. Amen. And this is not cafeteria style where you can pick and choose. Thank you, my brother, for that amen. When I go home, I'll see how many amens that one got on Facebook. 
Good to see you, my sister Ruby, my brother John, sister Linda. Praise God. Back home safe and sound. This is war. And the prize is your soul. This is what's at stake. We looked at this last week. We need to figure out what is on, what is on the line. And when the devil comes at you, he's, he shows up with a, out of two verses, he's missing 25%. That's not gospel. That's not truth. Amen. Truth is nothing missing. Truth is perfection. Truth is purity in, in all of its form. Every word which proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So you leave out 25%, and then somehow the mind starts, you know, I don't know what Eve went, I don't know what, what she could have done. Eve was deceived, but the Bible says Adam sinned. So ultimately, Adam, I know you can't hear me, but... And when Jesus, going back to John chapter 6, when Jesus was standing amongst these people, and I refer again to verse 66 in John 6, where it says, they left, but they didn't come back. I still pray for people I haven't seen for two years, three years, four years, five years. Been praying for a couple, not far from here, hadn't seen them. My wife had never met them, so it's 38 years plus. Three weeks ago, I'm up, I come walking out, somebody standing in the back, don't recognize them, holding a Bible. So I said, well, that's a good sign, standing in the back with a Bible, waving a Bible up. I look at them and says, can this be? Hey, man, thank God for it. I'm not saying he left and came back. I'm just saying, we pray for people, and we see the effect or the results of that. Hey, man, but we need to decide what we are going to do with what God has given us. See, there's things that God wants us to have, but we don't have them yet. We find them difficult to, to accept them into our life. And then we walk around, the flesh gets excited, as it does, sometimes. Paul said, he said, I need to bring my flesh under subjection, lest I myself become a castaway. I need to control my flesh. Jesus says, I'm giving you the recipe of, of eternal life. And then he says, oh, okay, we'd like to have it. And then when he tells them what it is, uh, not really. We'll just go home and eat. We'll keep eating the same old I don't know what to call it, but I know what to call it because Paul called it dung. I'm just trying to be polite. Some, some excrement, stuff that should be flushed twice and backwashed. Stinky old. I thank God today for what, for, for what we are eating. Someone say bread. Amen. I know my wife listens to my preaching because last week, or was it the week before? She goes, I didn't know that homemade baked beans and homemade bread was your favorite meal. And I came home one day. She was a little upset because I was like an hour late. It's all dried up. And I said, you know me, I like refried beans. But she made, and I came home to the house, and, she, and, and I was so, you know, involved in what I was doing. She goes, do you smell it? So I, I had to stop to smell the rose. I smelled the fresh bread, fresh bread. Let's not swallow our food. Let's chew what God is giving us today. Amen. 
Last week, as an example, you know, I come out and I, and I had no time to, to replenish. So was, I'm, I'm on a half a day fast pretty well and on my feet and sweating it out. And I come behind the table and eat a little bit of bread and drink a little bit of juice. And, and just my flesh just received a little boost, if you would, some input and it was holy bread because it was made with holy hands. Thank you, my sister. Amen. And Lori as well. So it's holy made bread. And thank you, my sister Kina, for that recipe. Praise God. So it, it, it was holy bread. And you know, in computers, you're probably not old. Some of you may be old enough. But back when computers started, they had this slogan, garbage in, garbage out. Because that's the way you would program computers. Whatever you put in is what you get out. So garbage in, garbage out. It's the same thing with this. Amen. We need to put godly in, godly out. I'll, I'll change the moniker, if you would, or the acronym, or whatever, G-O, uh, uh, G-I-G-O. That's what it was, G-I-G, garbage in, garbage out. You sit there, you'd be, you know. Back in the day when computers couldn't think for themselves, now they kind of want to take over your life. Artificial intelligence. But back then, you know, you'd try to do something real simple, and then you'd sit there for an hour saying, all I wanted to do was make my font bold. And the whole system is crashed, and you're pounding the disc, saying, what's going on? Garbage in, garbage out. In the flesh. Now, if I take that and make it spiritual, godly in, godly out. Word of God in, word of God out. What are you putting in? I am that bread. Amen. This is what will make a difference in our life. The devil says he's out to get us. And he'll even take some scripture and leave some out. Oh, it is also written. Amen. Look at what Jesus said. I know that. I know what we can go in and we can read that, but it is also written. Amen. Thank God. Well, that's Jesus. He is the Word. That's all. That's all. You, you, should, you ought to have the Word inside of you tonight, making a difference in you, everyone listening to me. Amen. With everything that the devil has. You know, what, everything that the devil has marshaled against us from the depths of hell, if you would. And I, I mentioned this before, how he's there to terrorize us. Young people, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. When, when Jesus was 12, he had no BA or no PhD. He was 12. And he went up against the masters of the synagogue. Amen. And he was taking care of his father's business, and they were astonishing. Where is this coming from? Well, let me tell you where I draw waters from. Amen. A well of the, from the, well, I draw water from the wells of salvation. I mentioned this. So I'm not terrorized by the devil. I'm not paralyzed. I usually have something to say. For those of you who know me, say, you always have something to say but scripturally to defend the word of God. Don't be terrorized. Don't be paralyzed. Don't sit there and say, uh, 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 uh. Or, or neutralize because the devil wants you. Had Jesus done what the devil said, cast yourself down. Well, Jesus would have been laying, you know, I don't know what was down there, the sidewalk or the patio or something. He'd have been neutralized, out. Satan would have said, I won this battle. But Jesus was not the victim, and Jesus was not going to be victimized. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I want to build you up so that you can be strong in the Lord. 
Amen. Now we have the forces of hell that are coming against us to demoralize. We're, you know, not to be terrorized or neutralized or paralyzed, but to be demoralized. They look down at you. Well, if you believe that, something wrong with you. You're too far right or you're too far left or you're too far gone or you're too far whatever terminology that they may be using today. They look at you as if there's something wrong. So I refuse again to be demoralized because I have morals that come from God. I have understanding and knowledge that comes. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Do you ever think of this? Because I sit there, I'm trying to analyze, saying, why is the devil, where's the verse, sister, from um, uh, Mark 10? Was that verse 9 or 11? Mark 10, 9. Find Mark 10, 9. I'm going to rehydrate. I'm going to find it too because there's a, I didn't touch on this because there was new people this afternoon, but I've been meaning to put this, put this out there for a while. So Mark chapter 10, because the verse is going to be either just before it or just after it. Because they're, they're talking about in the beginning when man made a woman and man made, they're talking about Verse 6, it says, but from the beginning, the creation, God made them male and female, and for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. Verse 8, and they twain shall be one, someone say one flesh, and so then they are no more twain, but they are one flesh. So now if you were carnal reading this, and just bear with me, if you were carnal reading this, just think of how the devil can get the wrong idea with this. A man and a woman, they became one flesh. Well, what are they? Are they a man or are they a woman? And Jesus says, when they came to him and they asked him, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife? And if somebody can help me, is this the chapter where they said, uh, where they said, uh, uh, we're going to look at another verse. If you can find the, the, the scripture where Jesus said, um, where they came to Jesus and said there was a man who had a woman, then he died, and then his brother took him for a wife, and then, then he died, and then the third brother took for the wife. I, if it's not the same chapter, find me that scripture. And because what I want, and there were seven brothers, and they said, now in heaven, whose wife? I don't know, I, I want to read it, so find, getting all these. all these scriptures coming at me. Because we're, we're living in a day of age, and, I, and I've spoken this before, where, and I'm going to use the word indoctrinate because since we're holding Bibles in our hands, they're trying to re-educate us, if you were to re-indoctrinate us on who we are as far as the species are concerned. And, you know, a year ago it was follow the science and close your church. Now they can't seem to follow the science because 
even the science, if you would, that the truth that Jesus Christ brought them, saying, in the beginning, this is what happened. When God says it takes a man and it takes a woman, it takes a male. Let me generalize. It takes a male and it takes a female to multiply. Luke 20, 27. Okay, we'll get there in a sec. Thank you, my brother. And so it doesn't matter if I'm talking about a giraffe or an elephant or a monkey or a mouse or what. It takes a male and it takes a female to multiply. So when it comes time to the very first commandment that, was, that God gave a man and a woman, he said, be fruitful and multiply. And now we have the destruction of not only the family unit. I already quoted the scripture because sin prevails because sin is just running rampant upon the face of this earth. The love of many shall wax cold because sin abounds is the word King James uses. The love of many shall wax cold. What is happening with people's love of God? What is happening with people's love of the word of God? And Jesus, the reason why I wanted to turn to Mark chapter 10 was because Jesus said in the, ten, in the um, ninth verse, what therefore God hath joined together, let... This is the teaching of Jesus. Read it. Let not man put asunder. Don't let it be broken up. When God has put us together as the family of God, it makes the, if you're the earlobe or the knee or the elbow, it makes no difference to me. Amen. As, as part of the family of God, as part as the body of Christ, if you would, the devil is trying to dismember us, trying to cut us up asunder and trying to divide us. The dissension that is found within the ranks of all this unbelief and disbelief and whatever is running rampant across his face of this earth. And we read it last week, I touched on it, where we are even to be careful coming into the assembly of God. What do you mean? The devil goes to church? Yeah. The devil, the devil is more interested in what you and I are up to, trying to stop or trying to impede the, the delivery of the gospel as compared to whatever's going on at the all-night midnight rave or the club or the disco or the honky-tonk or wherever people go today's, today. If I need to refresh your memory, was it Ecclesiastes? Chapter 5, in the first verse, keep thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear. And what you're hearing, like I said, just don't swallow and say, oh yeah, been there, done that. Oh yeah, I already read the Bible once. Mentioned this last week. Let's go to the beach. Okay. That's how quick the, the flesh will react to fleshly desires. Hey, let's go hang out at the mall. Yeah, okay, give me 20 seconds. I just put my sneakers on. And we go to the mall. Let's go to church and hear the man of God preach. Well, you know, I was there last Sunday. I heard the preacher preach last Sunday. When it comes to the word of God, the flesh, don't ask the flesh. You'll be getting the wrong answer. If you don't take my word for it, just ask your flesh. Just ask your flesh something and you'll see how your flesh responds. Amen. 11 years later, I'm still driving the same car. Well, the dealership filled up my tank of gas. So you drive out of the parking lot and you're driving home saying, now I got gas. And I'm good for about 600 kilometers, depending on how I drive. Actually, depending on who's driving. But and if I, get, if, I, if I run all that gas out, sit there and say, well, the dealer put gas in there. I don't know why my car's not running. You need to fill it up every once in a while, despite the price at the pump. 
I thank God when we come into God's house, it's to make sure that my spirit is strengthened, that I, that I am growing in the grace and in the knowledge of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to make sure that I am attached to what is real, to what is right, to what is the righteousness of God. And then when the, Jesus said, don't let man put it asunder. And I don't want to take this out of context. You're saying, oh, that's dealing with marriage and divorce. and So I understand it, but it's also a scripture knowing that the devil divides, knowing that the, he, the, the, the dissension which is in, found within the ranks of, of Satan and of Lucifer, we cannot allow this. We cannot allow this leaven to be found within our lump. So we need to pay attention where we are at, still in the Ecclesiastes, be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. They consider, not, they consider not that they do evil. Solomon said, I was almost in evil. Almost. Someone say almost. Not quite. Because that, that, that antichrist gospel, I don't know what else to call it, but that's what it is. That antichrist gospel that is going about ministering death because this is what it is. This is what people are faced with because sin doth abound. When you go to a church and tells you that you can sin and you can't stop sinning, that's why sin abounds. Because there's, thank you, my brother, because there's nobody standing up saying, sin not. I know we used to do it, but thank God there has been a change that has come into my life that has allowed me, that, uh, that allows me to make a choice to say no to the flesh and yes to the spirit. Is that the same choice that Jesus made? Well, my Father in heaven, if you can't, but you know what? Not my will. This wasn't Judas praying. Thief holding the money bag. Baptized devil. I talked about it before. Super sanctimonious walking around. He was, he was baptized. Baptized demon. This was not the prayer. This was the prayer of Jesus Christ. He says, not my will. Jesus Christ had to take his will and had to set it aside. Some of you better be saying, thank you, Jesus, because Jesus said that. He went to the cross. He took the nails in his hands. He took the nails in his feet. He died for your sin. That he shed blood that, your, that our sins may be washed today because Jesus says, not my will, but thy will. Talk to his Father in heaven. Thy will be done. But then you sit with some kind of religious institution teaching saying, well, that's not going to happen on this side of, no, it is. Because the Bible tells us who we are and who we can be in Jesus Christ. And it's a ministry of death. And this is why sin abounds. Because everywhere you go, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. We're being negatively influenced rather than to read the word of God. Amen. For the law of the spirit of life has made me free. Someone may say free. From the law of sin and death. Death follows sin. Sin is followed by death. James made it clear. Paul made it clear. Jesus made it clear. You can even read Old Testament Ezekiel teaching saying, the soul that sinneth, it what? It dies. So if you're on your way to death, change your direction. Sinner, if I were you, I would change your way and find a way which leads unto life and there is only one way and that is Jesus Christ hallelujah because they said where am I where are we going now Luke 
Romans chapter 8, verse 2, I miss Christ Jesus again. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Praise God. Let's increase and lift up Jesus Christ. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. So is it in Luke I want to go to? Let no man put this asunder. And then in Luke where they said, ah, oh, there was a man who married and then... I'll get some water. Someone else find it again for me. I am looking for the place. I want to read where, because this is kind of, I've been meditating on this for a while, and I think today is going to be the day I'm going to let this out. That this, um, I need the place where they came to Jesus. They tried to stump him. They sent the Lord and said, okay, there was a man who married, and then he died. So the brother married the, 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 the woman, and then he died. And then the bro third brother married the same woman. And Luke chapter 20. So, and what verse, 27? Let me go see if this is right. Oh, the Sadducees, because they did not believe in the resurrection, they're trying to stump Jesus. That's why they're sad, you see? That's why they're sad, you see? They're Sadducees. They don't believe in the resurrection. They were men most miserable, saying, Master, Master, verse 28, Moses wrote unto us, if any man's brother die having a wife, and he die without children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there went together, now here comes their, their, their ifs. Now there went together seven brethren, and, or there, there were therefore rather seven brethren. And uh, the first took a wife and died without children, and the second took her to wife and died of children. This happened the third time, and this happened the fourth time, and the fifth time. And in this manner, seven also, and they all died, and they left no children. Last of all, the woman died also. Now, therefore, uh, in, in the resurrection, remember, they're trying to tempt Jesus out of who he is because he is the resurrection. They should have known better. But they're talking to the resurrection, trying to have him deny the resurrection. And he says, whose wife then is she? Seven had her to be a wife. And Jesus said, the children, uh, verse 34, the children of this world marry and are given in marriage, but they which shall be uh, counted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry and are given in marriage. Neither can they do any, any more, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. Now that the dead are, now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the, um, I'm trying to think if this is the scripture I'm looking for. I, I don't think it's in this passage. Uh, let me finish verse 27, though. Now that, the dead, now that the dead are raised, even Moses showed at the, at the bush when he calleth the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, for he is not a God of the dead, but of the living, for all live unto him. Then certain of the scribes answering, saying, Master, thou hast well said. Someone say, well said. Praise God. But that's not the scripture I'm looking for. I'm looking for the scripture where Jesus said, in heaven there's no male, no female. That's the scripture, Galatians 3. And, and here along, I thought it was teaching of Jesus. Okay, let me read this. Galatians chapter 3, what verse? 28. And remember what we read in Mark. Because this is what the devil is trying to pull apart. He's attacked marriages. He's split the husbands. 
the wives, the dads, and the moms, trying to destroy the creation of what God has made. And this is his kingdom where he's trying to rule his kingdom. And in the spiritual sense, if I read verse 28 in Galatians 3, there's neither Jew nor Greek, there's neither bond nor free, there's neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ. So the devil, because he's just a copy, copycat, he's not a creator. The devil trying to destroy... First of all, what put the devil out of, the, out of his, the devil lost his place because of his jealousy and because of his coveting, wanted to be like God and his kingdom. Devil comes down here, God establishes his kingdom. There's no sin, there's no death, there's no disobedience until the devil shows up and it's downhill ever since. The earth is groaning, the earth, the earth excuse me, the earth is moaning and here we are finding ourselves in a position. And when I look through the scripture, and, and put these scriptures together to see how the devil is trying to have us, I know decreate is not a word, but recreate who God has made us and how God has made us. In a, in a, in a, to the point where this world is confused and not happy. I mentioned the tr biggest troublemakers who you see in the mirror. Don't stand before the mirror and say, well, I'm not happy. And as I said, now they're trying, there are even, and some teachers can back me up on this, whether it be U.S. or Canada, there's teachers that are being told there's some things that the student, you and the student or the guidance counselor or the nurse at school, you and the student will be able to share, be able to work on, and the parents are not to be told. Can you imagine this? This is why today, as I said, pray for our children, pray for our young children, because we can see how the devil is tearing... Tearing apart what God has put together. God puts the man, God puts the woman, God puts the husband, God puts the wife together. Jesus, Jesus said, and thank you for finding that scripture. Jesus says, in the beginning God made a male and God made a female. So the devil comes up with the idea of saying, oh, well, let's make something else out of it. Let's block some hormones. Let's have them believe or let's have them think that they can, whatever age they can start off, legally they can't drink, legally they can't vote, but they can make up their mind on changing something, on causing irreversible permanent damage to their bodies. The devil says, don't be ignorant of his devices, and this is how it starts. And then they can say and do and indoctrinate and teach whatever they want to teach. Bring some people in, dressed, dressed all messed up and all dressed up, trying to, again, indoctrinate, trying to convince the young children if you're not happy with who you are. And you imagine if God told Adam this, okay, Adam, I made you a man. You got certain, I know there's young people listening, I won't say it. Certain differences. But now, if you're not happy with who you are, there's a bush way back in the corner. If you eat some of that, instead of getting some T cells, you're going to get some E cells. Or was it testosterone? And it's the estrogen or how it works. So I never took biology. I have an idea. So, Adam, if you're not happy with who you are, you know what? That's not God. That's not God's plan. It never, I don't even know if this entered into God's mind that this was going to happen. But we need to be found today in, as the creation of God, knowing who we are, and the devil comes and tries to take us apart. 
And when I see it happening, there's only so much I can do. I can't go into the school and, and tell stories about Noah. And I don't mean stories in disrespect. I mean, just, I'm just using their terms. I can't, tell you, I can't tell the young children the story of Noah or the story of Cain and Abel, but they can come and tell other you know, stories, like I said, dressed up and messed up and dragging all kinds of... I already said the word before. Dung. Instead of trying to teach, teach a sharp, young, very easily influenced mind what A squared, B squared is equal to. That's what they taught me in my day. Amen. And they taught me when a male does something to a female, something happens and another, there's another baby that shows up. Not a hebe, not a baby, not whatever they call it. It's a baby. Someone say baby. Because you're trying to take that from us today. Trying to change the names, trying to change I mean, all these things that God, and God is a God of order. He's not a God of disorder. God ordered all these things precisely and, incid- and, and incidentally, not coincidentally, not accidentally. Inc- God, amen, was able to uh, allow these things to take place as they are, as they have been all these years and today. Mentioned it last week. Tell you what to eat, tell you what to drive, tell you what to spend. I thank God today the Holy Ghost is telling me who I am in God. And the devil will not, uh, the, the devil can try and do whatever he wants to do, but he's not, I'm not going to lose my position. This protection, I want you protected. And this is what today, as we look at this, go into the Old Testament, into Exodus. We get back to the teaching. I'm not sure what time it is, but I think there's enough time left that we can, where I got my, a portion of this teaching in, in the book of Exodus, chapter 11. And required reading this week is Exodus 10 and 11. I'm only going to read two, two three verses because the devil will have you deny your protection. I am wonderfully, beautifully made, created in God. Hands off, devil. Amen. And that's how you pray. If you need to anoint your children with oil, anoint them. Hands off, devil. Amen. Pour this. The anointing oil is coming down. And when you see the anointing oil, amen, like the, like the God when he came down, the children of Israel were protected because there was blood that was sprinkled on the doorpost. Amen. They were, they were protected from the, the death of the firstborn. I mean, this is the protection, protection that the children of God carried with them. Why? Because they were children of God. I'll give you another example. Exodus 11, verse 7. One of the plagues, one of the ninth, the tenth was just death. I, I mentioned this. One of the other plagues was darkness. And I'll, I'll read Exodus 11, 7 first. But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue. Against man or beast. I'm going to set up the, the plague. The plague of darkness is... Chapter 10, I want to set this up first. Exodus 11, verse 7, the second half. That ye may know how. Someone say no. Someone say I know. How that the Lord doth put a difference between Egyptians and Israelites. And Israelites here we understand, or Israel we understand is the children of God. Children of Israel. So now we know the second half. Exodus 11.7, the second half. That ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference. How that the Lord doth put a difference. Who makes the difference? The Lord. Not the Pope. 
The Pope can sit there and say, well, there's a difference between a Mary worshiper and whoever else or whatever. There's a difference between the sacraments that the Catholic Church may have to offer and whatever else, somebody else, the Pope. It's not the Pope that makes the difference. God makes the difference. It's not what a man or woman says. They come along, I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with the billboard. Should be something else. Well, get your own billboard. I'll even help you pay for it. God is making the difference between what's in this world and what belongs to God. Someone say, belongs to God. Amen. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just mad at the devil. Some of you may be sitting there saying, well, he must have had a bad week or something. And my wife says, that sounds like it. Well, you were with me all week. You know, I had a good week. Sun was shining. This is when you hear all these things, and right now the elections are coming up and they're making all kinds of promises. Ye know, verse 7, how that the Lord doth put a difference. When God looks at a sinner and God looks at a child, one of his children, a son or a daughter, there is going to be a difference that God needs to see. Amen. And then what he's going to do, he's going to come down and he's going to purge you a little bit so that you can just keep being different and have some more fruit and bear more fruit and bear much fruit. Come with me. This is, this is the protection that we have from God. There's a difference. I'm protected. I'm a son, I'm a daughter, and I'm protected. Now turn back the page into Exodus 10. Now we look at one of the plagues that came down in darkness. And they saw not one another, verse 23. You go ahead and read it this week, but I want a few other, couple other passages to read. So just very quickly, Exodus 10, verse 23. They saw not one another. That's how dark it was. When God made it dark, he makes it dark. They were on a three-day force fast. They said, we can't get out of bed because we can't see the refrigerator. It's so dark that we're walking, stumbling in the dark. They kicked the dog by accident, just trying to go get some food. Neither rose any from his place for three days. That's the Egyptians. But God put a difference between the Egyptians and the Israelites. Read the second half, but, someone say but. All the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Where was the light? In their dwellings. In their house. The place that was separate. Egyptians were in a different neighborhood. Egyptians were different in a different house. But I thank God today that the children of Israel, the children of God, there is a difference. They were protected not only from the, from the, from the, uh, from the, the, the killing or the death of the firstborns, which is about to come, but even through the plague. And you could read, as I said, essential reading this week, chapters 10, chapter 11. Find out more how God protects, how God just takes care of you and I. Praise God. This is the God that we serve. My protection plan, Psalm. Go back into the book of Psalm. I already quoted some Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Find Psalm 27. I shall fear no evil. Surely, someone say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. I would dwell, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever and forever. Let's read Psalm 27. I'm going to use some of these scriptures. I'm going to begin reading from the first verse. 
This is my, my protection plan, if you would. Some of you have blue cross. Some of you got the red cross. I got the cross of Jesus Christ. Someone say Jesus. Jesus Christ and him crucified. I'm, I'm preaching a crucified Jesus because I'm a crucified man. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't get, you don't get the teaching of a crucified Christ, and they're not crucified yet. They're still running around in their sins and their trespasses against God. So this is not blue cross. This is not red cross. This is not whatever other way that exists in this world. This is the cross of Jesus Christ. This is where it took place. This is where it started. Thank you, Jesus. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. The Lord is my light, Psalm 27 in the first verse. And my salvation, whom shall I fear? Say, my light. Say, my salvation. The Lord is the strength of my life. Someone say, my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Keep this in mind because next week we're going to read about the devil wanting Jesus to fall. Fall down. Right now he says, cast down. The third satanic if, devil comes along and says, fall down. See what happens. I don't fall. Jesus didn't cast himself down. Jesus didn't fall down. Jesus is in me. Who falls? My foes and mine enemies. They stumble and they fall. I don't know what gospel you preach or you hear. This is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is Old Testament teaching. This is part of prophecy. And this is what we live today. That fulfillment of this prophecy is in me. It is in my life because that's where Jesus lives. This is where Jesus reigns. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Someone say, my heart. Amen. My life, my salvation. We're covered. My light. If you would, this is fine print. You ever have something happen against your property? Oh, you weren't covered for that. Oh, how come I didn't know? Well, because you didn't read page 97 at the bottom, paragraph 99, subsection, whatever. In a font so small, you need a magnifying glass to read it. God's not trying to trick us. Someone say, my life. My light. My salvation. Hallelujah. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Remember what we read last week? 1 Peter chapter 1, the 10th was the last verse we read before going, of which salvation the prophets, and here's David, have inquired and searched diligently. 1 Peter 1.10, we read this verse last week inquired. And here's David saying, I would to inquire. I would to open this book and read some more and keep reading and keep reading some more. Are you with me? For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, and his name is. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Well, Lincoln, that's Old Testament. Well, let me continue. Let me add, not really add, but let me give you some New, New Testament protection plan. The last few verses in the last chapter of Mark, and I'm done, I'm almost done. I'm going to pray shortly. 
Thank you for your patience. I think I'm a little longer than I normally am, but I think this is good. In Matthew, in, rather in Mark chapter 16, I'll listen to it later on this week. Here, here are the, the, the 11, one of them, Judas, Judas is out of the story, but the 11, all their dreams and all their hopes have evaporated and they're discouraging mood that they were in, I suppose, still harboring some unbelief. Jesus comes to them. We're going to read, we're going to pick this up. Um, it's a few days, I would say close to 40, if I'm not mistaken, it's close to 40 days after crucifixion. They're still having some trouble. And they're trying to figure this out. The disciples thought that Jesus was coming to establish his kingdom on some small piece of land you know, off the shores of the Mediterranean, the Gaza Strip or Peninsula included or whatever else, surrounded by the, surrounded by the desert. In their finite thinking, they said, oh, this is going to be a great kingdom. After all, this is where we've been since Moses led the people. And they, whatever they're thinking, you know. Meanwhile, the creator of the universe, God has at his disposal all of the cosmos, compared to the infinity of our, the universe that God has created, they think the kingdom of God is going to be set up on this little piece of land. So they're, they're a little discouraged. Like I said, there are things that God would like you to possess, and you, don't have, you haven't accepted, you haven't received them yet from God because of unbelief, because of the devil telling you, you can't have that. You can be saved, but you can't be healed. Well, my Savior is my healer. If my Savior can save me, my healer can heal me. I need some amens. Amen. If my Savior can save me from hell, my healer can, Savior and healer, one of the same. My healer can heal me. Verse 15. I want you to have the fullness of God. This is why I'm saying this is what my, this is what this message is all about. Don't deny your position. Do not deny your power. Do not deny your protection. And Jesus said unto them, verse 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We, we read last week. We have saving power. We have keeping power. I just mentioned we have healing power. Look at the power that we have. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Amen. They shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere. And this is the disciples. God gave them this commission. This is the, 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 the commission chapter, if you would. God gave them this commission. And then they went forth preaching everywhere. Someone say everywhere. The Lord working with them. And this is important. You know, underline this, if you would. And confirming the word with signs following. Hallelujah. I thank God today, praise God, of who we are. I'm going to pray in a couple of minutes. Of who we are in Christ. Amen. Say, well, this is going to cost me. Yeah, it will. When they offer you something, so we just read here, it says, you, you believe, you'll be baptized. 
But he that believeth not shall be damned. It doesn't say he that's not baptized shall be damned. It says if you don't believe, you'll be damned. Again, this week, somebody said, oh, it's water. Got to have the right water. Got to have the right formula. Again, with some kind of mind thought or something. We need the cross of Jesus Christ. Some would say the cross. I just emphasized this a few minutes ago. And we have that expression, a crown, a crown without a cross is a diabolical, perverted substitute of, what's, of what we read in the scriptures, of the, of the gospel of Christ. This is what the devil was offering Jesus Christ. He was offering something for nothing. Just cast yourself. Let's see what's going to happen. We're going to pick up. I'm, I'm ready to continue in the next portion because I want to, this is, what we're going to look at next week is, is important. Allow me to pray. I think there's enough that, remember, chew. And just don't swallow this whole. If you need to listen to it again, listen to it again. I thank you for your patience. Let no, no, let no man break this apart. Because this is what's happening today. What God has put together, the building blocks, the assembly, the framework, if you would. Fitly framed together in Ephesians, if I'm not mistaken. And the devil is there to take, it a, to take it apart. The devil is there to separate it. I thank God we're not going to be separated. I thank God that we are together. I thank God that Jesus Christ is keeping us whole, keeping us together. If you want in on this, it's simple. Jesus Christ. That's the answer. I'm going to pray. I'd like to pray with you. I've said enough today. Oh, I never really say enough, but I've said enough today to, I trust to have you convinced saying, you know what? I need to talk to Jesus Christ. I need to say, God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. God, I want a way which is a better way than how I came into this earth how I've been living, how I've been surviving. We looked at Gideon where the angel came and says, you're a mighty man of valor. And here he was scraping a meager existence, barely making by because of the enemy. Bring this into the spiritual, and this is who the devil is. This is who Lucifer is. But I want to tell you who Jesus is and who he can be in your life today. You can make that choice and make that decision. Things change, and they change for the better. God, be merciful unto me, a sinner. Condemnation leaves. The justification of God the Father will come, will enter into your life. Your life changes. Starts with a new heart. Ten seconds, I want to pray. I want to pray for you. And just simply say, you don't have to tell me. Just say, God, I want him to pray for me. God will hear you. My Father in heaven, I thank God today for the blessing that we have to come together and to stay together. There's no devil going to separate us, no Lucifer going to have us casting down, falling down, whatever. We're standing together as the body of Christ. We have been put to fitly formed. We have been put together, and I thank God we are kept together. I thank God for that keeping power which we have, salvation which we have received today, that we are able to stand and not get messed up all over again. Not to be entangled again with that yoke of bondage. I come against that yoke and I break it now in the name of Jesus. Whatever stronghold, whatever chains, 
that are keeping us tied up, messed up, chains of religion, chains of denomination, chains of bad doctrine, changes that do not come from your word, they do not come from you, chains rather that do not come from you, in Jesus' name. The anointing now breaks that yoke. The anointing in Jesus' name. Everybody that is hearing me within the sound of my voice, I thank God today that anointing, praise God, from our young people. We will be walking into our school system with our heads held up high, knowing in whom I have believed, knowing in whom today, praise God, I find my assurance and I find my confidence because Christ in me is the hope of glory. And there is no one, there's no devil, there's no demon from hell that's going to have my mind changed today. Hallelujah. And I pray for the 10-year-old. Even the six, the seven, the eight, the nine-year-old, single digits, coming into their teenage years, they will have the same mind and the same authority in Jesus' name to stand in Jesus' name against the wiles of the devil. Satan, you no longer have advantage over any of my brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank God today, praise God. These strongholds are coming down. These strongholds are broken in Jesus' name. Asking for forgiveness. Lord, you know who that person is. You know their heart. Give them that new heart. That heart changes today. Come into their life, Jesus Christ, as they receive you. I thank God they receive power to become the children of God today. A son and a daughter of God today, Lord. I thank God that this message was given, the words which were spoken today. Amen. It keeps us out of trouble. Keeps us out of bondage. Keeps us out of disobedience. It keeps us out of sin. And it keeps us on a way which leadeth unto life. And that way is Jesus Christ. It's your son whom you sent. And we give you all the praise and the glory and all the honor for this today, Lord, in Jesus' name. doesn't matter what the devil, what ideas he's coming up with. He's trying to destroy the family unit. He's trying to tear, rip apart marriages. He's trying to rip apart the, your plan. But I thank God, praise God, we're here to hold it together. We're here to stand in the gap. We're here to lift up that scepter of righteousness. We're here, amen. We're here today, everyone listening to me. I pray that they have this mind. They have this courage. They have this authority. They have this, they have this zeal, amen, the zealous to stand up. To stand in the gap and hold up that scepter of righteousness in Jesus' name. In school, at work, on the bus, in the playground. Lord, I know we're going to be hated, but they hated your son Jesus Christ first. So it's not, we're not going to take this personal. We're just going to keep standing. We're going to shout it on the rooftops if we have to. Now, we need power to do this. So we maintain our power. And at the same time, when the enemy will rise itself, rise up against us, we need that protection. We're going to maintain our protection, Lord, in Jesus' name, because we are sons. We're going to hold our position. And I thank God today, praise God, for this message. Jesus was able to do it. It is written, it is written, it is written. And I thank God today. doesn't matter how ludicrous, how ridiculous the enemy may sound. Whatever comes against us, we're going to stand. We're going to teach with patience. We're going to exhort. We're going to edify. We're going to comfort one another. But more, above all, we're going to pray for one another, in Jesus' name. Pray for our young people, grandchildren, children, the children of our children. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray. Some of them have wandered. Some of them have wandered far enough that they're, they're in the barn sleeping with the pigs. Let them come home, Lord. Let them come home, Lord. We have a robe. We have a ring. In Jesus' name. Let them come to themselves and realize that there is a better place to be than in the sin and the darkness of this world today, Lord. We pray for them. If they be listening today, that their mind changes. 
that they come home today to a place where you are calling them, come back to their first love, Lord, in Jesus Christ. I pray these things, that the lost, they may no longer be lost in Jesus' name. Those that have seen the billboard, those that have heard the testimonies, those that have come across this teaching, whether it be for a few seconds or for a few hours, Lord, it makes a difference in their life. And that change starts now in Jesus' name. I'm praying for that person. Ask God to forgive you as far as the east is from the west. Forgiveness is coming your way right now in Jesus Christ, Lord. I pray. Amen. Keep your hands up. If you agree with me, say, in Jesus Christ, we pray these things. I pray these things. Call it done. Amen. Behold what manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us that we be called sons. We read the scripture last week, and I thank God today nothing has changed. Praise God. This is the love which our Father said. Someone say, thank you, my Father in heaven. Amen. Thank you so much for this love which we have, which we have received, which we are aware of. Amen. That we shall be called the sons of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. For this call. Many are called. Amen. And in this world, the world knoweth us not, because we're not like them. We don't sound like them. We don't talk like them. But we are sons of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. Praise God. Amen. That we are the sons of God. Hallelujah. The daughters of God. This is who we are today. It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but when we shall see him as he is, we shall be as he is because we get to see him. Right now, we don't see him. We read this first scripture last week. I think we read all these scriptures that I'm quoting now. We don't see him, but when we see him, we'll be just as he is. Don't let the devil, amen, maintain your position. And that change is coming, praise God, today. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If I prayed for you today, this is where it starts. It starts with the word of God. This is how it all started. In the beginning was the word, so you need to, get, you need to start with the start. The alpha, his name is Jesus. Get a hold of the alpha, and you'll have the omega, the beginning and the end. The same yesterday, today, and forever. He that was, is, and will always be. I'm talking about Jesus Christ. Fall in love with the word of God. You're forgiven today. You become attached to a, 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 you'll be a branch that will bear fruit. You become attached to that true vine. Let no man, let no woman, let no devil, let no demon cut asunder, separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the message. Maintain your position. Maintain your power. Maintain your protection. Praise God. Hallelujah. I love you all. My name is Lincoln. Until the next time, I'll repeat it. Maintain your, maintain your position. I'm a son. The devil wants you not to be a son. He fell. I don't fall because I'm with Jesus. Jesus Christ is in me. Maintain your position. Maintain your power. Maintain your protection. Until the next time, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. You're listening to That's the Truth. My name is Lincoln. I love you all. And as I said, in Christ Jesus, this is who we are. I don't care if the devil's mad. Praise God. I'm glad because of who, who my God is, who my Savior is, who my Lord is. And I thank God today, praise God, that I have a position, I have power, and I have protection because of who Jesus Christ is in me and in my life. So until the next time, praise God, maintain your protection. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Praise God. Let's give him a good hand tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Until next time, I love you all. Praise God. 
Well, I trust the word of God has blessed you today. God has given us a generous portion of our daily bread. All the glory be unto God. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Remember, you can see the video and audio files of this teaching on our YouTube channel, That's the Truth, as well as our Facebook page, Link with God. Please share these links with your friends and family so that they too can be blessed. This is how you can help me preach the gospel of Christ, salvation for this generation. Stay tuned. There's a lot more of the word of God coming right up. My name is Lincoln, and you're listening to That's the Truth.